How many steps do you take before you have foot pain? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with The Good Feet Store, and the truth is, the battle between our feet and the concrete or asphalt usually winds up with our feet losing. Studies show that about 75% of people will experience some kind of foot pain by middle age. I found that out a number of years ago with plantar fasciitis, and I tried to remedy it with shoes and drugstore cushions that didn't work. Finally, I went to The Good Feet Store, was personally fitted for arch supports, and I love them so much, I bought the store. Without a plan to protect and support your feet, it is likely you could one day be one of the millions living with chronic foot pain. Don't wait until pain demands that you visit us. Stop by the Good Feet store today and let one of our trained arch support specialists fit you with your personal system of arch supports. The Good Feet store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com. Welcome, everybody, to The Double Talk. I'm Corey Coleman, only one half of The Double. If you want the full experience, you got to get the other half of The Double, and this man will provide that for you right over here, Mr. Christian Torres, who apparently is, has been watching Saturday morning cartoons in his pajamas over here. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been a real regressive week for me. I've become a, a fully embraced my destiny as an eight-year-old, Corey. Yeah, you look like you should be doing this with a bowl of cereal in your hand. <laughs> Yeah, right? The routine you did when you were a kid. You'd wake your parents up. You'd have like six bowls of cereal. Or was that just me? Is that me having a peek behind my incredibly obese, overweight childhood? Oh, no, 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 man. No, every every kid did that if they were normal. Every kid sat in front of the TV with at least about 10 bowls of cereal watching just commercials that were advertised as TV shows. Do you have, let me ask you a question. Now, do the pants match, and do you have footies on those pajamas? No, no footies on the pajamas. I do have many onesies, by the way. I'm a full-grown I'm a full grown man, and I'm fine to admit that, but this is not one of them, sadly. Oh, yeah, you are a true millennial, man. You <laughs> motherfuckers do not want to grow up at all. <laughs> Yet I pay my rent, right? And that's yeah. my right. I think that's what our generation pulled off more, which is like, as long as I pay my rent and like do my responsibilities, I will do and say whatever the fuck I want with impunity, Corey. I can wear all the onesies I want to. You leave me the hell alone. Goddamn right. Goddamn hey, man. Right. You know what? I'm not going to mess with you, man, like that. Don't don't even you, you. You get me all wrong. You look absolutely adorable today. I yeah, love stunning. It. Stunning is the word I was looking for, but I'll take adorable. That's fine. You want to talk about cartoons really quick? Something that blew my mind. And maybe this is old hat. Maybe you knew about this forever ago, but I had never seen it up until this weekend, last weekend, which is Betty Boop for president. Have you seen this shit? You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Betty Boop for president was a five minute short film that they did like in the 20s where like, hey, uh, again, a woman is always going to be obfuscated by the man. Everyone says Bernie Sanders, the first Democratic socialist to run for office. Betty Boop is straight up like a hardcore socialist in the 1930s in this cartoon. And on top of that, like, yeah, she's attractive. Like, yeah, fine. She's hot. But on top of that, I like her policy, Corey. Well, as far as I'm concerned, we already had Betty Boop as president <laughs> his last four years. This last guy was Betty Boop. That's incredibly offensive to a fictional character, Corey. Yeah, yeah. I wish that character was fictional that we had in the White House the last four years. But hey, man, I would check out Betty Boop for president, and i vote for her over some people you've had out there. People, welcome to the Double Talk. As I said, I'm one half the double. I'm Corey Coleman. Over here is Christian Torres. And, folks, this is... 
the most conversational show that we have here on Double Toasted because we spend time just sitting back, no big preparation, just having my man shoot me a couple of topics of whatever's going on on his mind that day, whatever he read that pissed him off, made him happy and decided to share it with me. And we sit back and we just talk about it. And that's what we're going to do today. What we're going to talk about today, well, you'll just have to wait. Stop being so rude, y'all. Stop being so impatient. Give me a little time to come in and at least introduce the people who make these conversations possible. I mean, you might find the things to talk about. I might actually share them with you. We might actually provide the entertainment that you and the enlightenment that you are receiving today. But none of that would be possible if it weren't for the chat fam starring the OG chat and those side bitches over there. How you doing? Work yes. And we work our asses off for you. I'm talking about you people over here, such as Julian Hemdinger. What is this golden tiger claw? How you doing? Sinking your claws into us today. Good to have you. Who else is here? Crown clown. King of all clowns out there. Even got me beat. What is that? Funny la jokes. Funny la jokes is in the house. French comedian, Funny La Jokes, is joining us today. <laughs> How you doing? And Terrell Pizza, the Black Knight, the ripest tomato. Oh, my God. I bet you are just juicy as hell, ain't you? Oh, I would love to taste you, but we have this show to, to do right now, maybe later. <laughs> All right, now let's throw that on Double Toasted out of context. Let's get that going, please. I would love to taste you, but we got to get the show going. I would love, and I do not mix my words right now. I would love to taste you. You are the ripest tomato, but we are busy right now. Maybe later. Oh, but people, we do have some good things to talk to you about today. But before I do, I want to ask you how all of you are doing today. Fine, I hope. Glad to have you here. Tall Wood says, what's up? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was... That was Red Cherry. Oh, I'm sorry. Red Chevy 14 that said, what's up? Uh, Ty Wood says, hey, Corey. Hey, Ty. Oh, Yak is up in here. Oh, Jenny. Jenny Ball. Jenny Ball just simply says, my God. I don't know what she saw. In response to what? Yeah, do we know? Was it the, is it the, the, the Donald Duck? Is it the Betty Boop besmirchment? What is it specifically, Jenny? The, if I had to put anything, it would be the Donald Duck, man. That's what I would say. Or the very creepy, I want to taste you, but we have to get the show going. It could be that, too. How? You know, it's funny. I forgot I said that. That was just, what, like a second ago? Fucking <laughs> 20 seconds ago? Jesus Christ. We got we to gotta get you to that neurologist, Corey. Oh, let me see here. Shana Waz. Shana Waz says... I'm good, Corey. Rewatching the Fall from Grace review. You did amazing stuff. Thank you. I know. You know what? <laughs> Tyler Perry did amazing right. stuff. Let's give credit where credit's due. Tyler Perry did amazing stuff. I would love to take the credit for that, but it would not be possible if it weren't for that fake ass wig that he was wearing over yeah. there. See, you know, Tyler Perry makes it really interesting because when we say amazing, we think that the objective is to make something good, which that movie clearly isn't, but does not make it any less amazing. He changed the definition of a word Tyler Perry did. I'm so confused today. Mm -hmm. I'm re I really am. I'm Today I find myself, and I don't know, maybe it's because I've just been doing this for too long, but I find myself being more entertained and amazed by the shitty things that are out there, the bad things, <laughs> you know, the the things that are poorly made. I, I find myself right. enjoying those. And I say that, and it sounds like I'm criticizing, but I, I don't know what to say, man, because my world has been turned upside down. Like, 
I I have respect for these movies. You know, I really do. It sounds like I'm talking bad about them, but I have respect for them. I put them on not the same shelf or pedestal, but I do put them on some kind of shelf or pedestal somewhere that's kind of equal to the good movies just in a different space. I don't know. I No, I listen, I don't I'm, know not, I'm not even disagreeing with you, man, because check it out. Here's my thing, and this is going to be a controversial comment. People aren't going to like this, okay? I acknowledge that Far From Home is a much better film, much better film than Venom, but Venom was more interesting to me because it took weird fucking chances. And sometimes, like, even if you end up with a, to use their words, a turd in the wind, you, you still get a very interesting movie out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody said, uh, Ryan just says, you know, he says, man, you, you love trash. I guess that's true. My legs stay sticking out the trash can in the dumpster, man. You know? <laughs> just out there dumpster diving for entertainment. I see you guys trying to get a little uh, train coming through. We'll wait for that to pass. I hate to be sitting up here telling you what's going to be on the show today, and all of a sudden, we get a big chugga chugga and a choo choo come through, and I just you don't hear what I'm saying. I don't want to be interrupted. Uh, <laughs> funny little jokes is quoting my wife, who said, "In quote, Corey, trash is not clean." <laughs> you know, it's the overly simplistic yet brilliant, profound meaning of that sentence that really gets to me, Corey. Yeah, man, listen. For some reason that day, it just made our marriage just that much tighter. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how, but uh, I remember when she said that. I remember after the show, I just went over here and hugged her and kissed her so tight. <laughs> more than She could have said, I love you, baby. And I, would, I wouldn't have hugged her any more than when she looked at me and said, baby, trash is not clean. <laughs> I said, sweetheart, thank you for clearing that up for me. I did right. not know. Do you Sometimes know? I wonder why we got married. And then you say cute shit like that. It all comes back to me. And then it reminds me. Oh, and I can't look at it. I cannot look at trash now without thinking about her and thinking like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> again. So the Tyler Perry thing, it's like you reappropriated the definition of what trash is, which is supposed to be gross and and not certainly not romantic feelings. And there you go. She did it. Oh, no, she did. What a lovely woman. We just celebrated our celebrated our fourth anniversary recently. Congratulations. Corey. Oh, thank you. Thank you. My second is coming up. That's why I'm leaving in October. Oh, well, congratulations. That's right. You're going to Europe. Going to Europe. Yeah. You and I are having a weird overlap. This will come back when we talk about the uh, booster thing later on. But, like, yeah, a little horrified because you and I have extensive travel plans in the later part of this year. Yeah, no, we do. We do. I was hoping that we could be sail. Uh, like, like what is that? What is the saying? Uh, boats, uh, sail, boats, uh, ships. Two passing. ships sailing in the night. In the There you go. There you right. go. You're so eloquent. Uh, you and... I can see your cell with Donald Duck flaps all over it. And yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the chat, looking at some things that people are saying. Uh, Michael the Collector says, hey, Corey, because of your review of Superfast, I'm watching all the films by those directors and looking forward to watching these. But it might be fun or terrible, in which case, thank you and fuck you. Uh, you, you say thank you right now by the time it's done, and I wouldn't do that. I would not do this, man. We're talking. He's talking about watching all these Freeberg and Seltzer movies. Yeah, 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 you think you want this, and I cannot stress this enough. You really don't want this. You no. don't want this. this these are our precious hours and minutes of your life you'll never get back if you go down this road. You don't have to do like a uh, – you don't have to do like a oh, – what do you call it? Like a marathon with these. Don't do that, man. You say at the end of it, fuck me. No, <laughs> you just fucked yourself. I know when to stop. Oh, but you do what you want to do. I see the hype train is still going. We have level two right here. Folks, we do have some, man, I'm so, if I look weird trying to touch my face, y'all, it's because 
just gonna warn y'all. It's like I'm, it's like I'm doing the robot or something. Whenever I'm trying to touch my face, uh, I had the st- stupid idea of trying to get back into exercising two days ago, and I went in there because I I injured myself a little bit. I say injured myself, but I pulled something. I did something. I I, I hurt my elbow, so I stopped. I stopped working out for a while because I don't want to have any kind of permanent damage. And I said, I'm going to take a little break. That little break ended up being like five, six months. So I decided, mm-hmm. all right, now it's time for me to get back into it. Elbow is fine. It's feeling good. Totally convinced that I'm okay. I went back, started doing it with small weights because I said, I'm not going crazy. Just let me do some little, little you know, don't, 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 don't. You, you have nothing to prove to anybody. Right. So I used like small 10-pound, 15-pound, 20-pound weights, nothing big. And then... uh I, I I might have added like an extra rep or two, but that night it was fine, man. That night I was like I did my exercise, I was proud of myself, went on my anniversary, I, I was able to eat a little bit more and get crazy because I felt like I burned the calories and earned it. And yeah. I woke up that morning and I looked like goddamn Dracula coming out of a coffin, man. I couldn't move, couldn't move my arms, man. My elbows and my I, all this shit just gets stiff. Like I can't even touch. Like I'm trying to touch my face right now. I can't. I can't do it, man. It's oh, so God. it hurts so bad, man. Fuck yeah, it, it's amazing so. that even when you're in relatively good strength and you have like, you know, uh, you're like good, good physique, whatever that is. If you don't use your muscles like you, you, when you do, you get a rude awakening. I'll just go visit my nephews back in Florida and they're like little. So they're always jumping on me and I'm always picking one up and shit. Yeah. And the next day I'm like I called my wife. I'm like, I think I have Parkinson's disease, man, because my fucking hands are shaking like this. And it's purely because I never, ever, ever lift anything. And then suddenly I had like 60 pound kids on me for 12 hours a day. I love what my man says right here. Because <laughs> this is just about as straightforward as you can get. Golden Tiger Claw says, soreness, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Again, really succinct, really cuts through the meat of the issue. Well, that's going to help out everything right there. Thank you, man. Yeah. No, I'm not messing with him. That's just a funny thing to say, man. My, Yeah, man, I'm, I'm hurting so bad right now. Like, I, I, It's been a couple of days, and I wish, I'm wishing this would go away. I, I've... I just don't remember it being this painful. I don't know if it's because I'm older or I just forget. But, yeah, man, I, I, I hate this stage. I mean, it always happens when I haven't exercised in a long time. Forgot I know, how much. That's how it goes for everything, right? So it's like the first week is horrific. And then after that, you feel really good every time you do it. So you just got to get through the first week, Corey. No, I know. I know this, this is all the time, man. This, this is all the time. Every time I get back into it after a while, I go through this stage. But I just hate it, man. So if you see me sitting up here trying to do something like either scratch my face or try to reach a button that's way over here and I'm doing this kind of shit. It hadn't, it's not because I all of a sudden start doing the, you know, like start doing the, the electric boogaloo and shit. And, you know, I just, <laughs> I just, my, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm really in pain right now. So yeah. Yeah. People. Oh God. Well, I'm sorry for your rigor mortis, man. But yeah, you'll get man. Back on. <laughs> just bury me now, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> people. Well, we just had the train pass through so I can tell you what's happening here today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you behold the scroll down here, today's discussions will include two things, but that's enough because we're going to go deep with this today. Um, Superman decides to look at Captain America and say, you know what? Thank you for your service, but you are just too damn woke these days. What is going on? Superman versus Captain America over who's the most patriotic? Who will win? As if you know who we're talking about, it's an easy question. But anyway, we'll talk about that conversation a little bit. And if you look in the scroll right there, you see to boost or not to boost. 
that is the question that a lot of people are asking, and we are getting no clear answers on that at all. The more, the more we ask questions, the more confusing it, it gets. My advice to you is just, I don't know. Nobody knows shit. I'll tell you what. You, you know what? I'll save that advice when we get into the discussion. And I believe that's all we have today except for maybe what somebody else might bring up. You guys always have a tendency to show us something that we might have missed. Tell us something that we didn't know. And we welcome that. And let me see. See, I'm trying to, God damn it. See, I'm trying to scratch my nose now. And I'm doing, it went right up here and stopped. You can hear the brakes just pump on my hand right here. I'm just, now I'm trying to reach my nose with my, like I can't even touch my face. So I'm trying to use my, my thumb knuckle to just scratch my, my nostrils over here. Yeah, you got the mobility of the fucking tin man. Yeah, man, slide some more on me. Yeah, I, I'm, I am so desperate right now. I will go down and drink WD-40 if that's what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get some lubrication from that ripest tomato from earlier. K Y WD. I do not care if it gets rid of this joint pain right here. Seriously though, if anybody has any advice on how to get rid of uh, not I'm, look, I'm not gonna get rid of it, but on how to ease the joint pain, don't be a smart ass about it, which you will. But if anybody has any advice on that, along with gonna get like five people saying get a time machine and go back to 20 years ago like real unhelpful shit like that yeah they're gonna say some stupid shit pretty much (laughs) (laughs) you know i don't even know why i ask anymore but i hey it's already out there so if you have anything for me or if you just want to get in touch with us and maybe send us something for the show or just tell us how you're doing then please email us kcoolmans at gmail.com that's K-C-O-O-L-M-A-N-Z at gmail.com. Email us with any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and our advice. Hit us up on those social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Copy all that information down right there. Memorize it. Love it. Adore it. Lick it. Sniff it. Make love to it. But you've got to use it at some point if you want to get a hold of us. If I'm too busy taking all of your kind words your emails this man over here can help you too mr christian torres hey find me over on instagram christian.monster facebook christian Leon torres and i know some of you but i want to know all of you so come find me also people if you find yourself here in austin texas i know a lot of people are showing up more and more listen we got a tight schedule and i don't know how often we can get out but we will attempt to see you if you give us a heads up makes it easier so let us know weeks ahead of time if you can kcoolmans at gmail.com and let us know what your plans are for Austin, Texas. Whether you are moving here just, I don't know, simply just passing through. I don't blame you. We're going to be carrying guns around everywhere pretty soon. I don't blame you for trying to get the hell out. (laughs) Uh, We would at some point, if you let us know ahead of time, would like to hang out with you. All right. Yes. Oh, look at this over here. And I just want to come in and I want to thank this person over here. I want to thank, she's so nice to us. I want to thank no name woman. Maybe one day you'll find that name. But for right now, thank you for giving us these subs. I appreciate it. Actually, I know her. I haven't met her before. She's very cool. But I'm not going to tell you her name. That's up for her to do. That's her business. And thank you, Mr. Tyler Perry, for all the work ethic. Thank you for your 
56 scripts a day. Appreciate that. Uh, she says, always my pleasure. It's always a pleasure to see you here. May I see you in person one day? I hope, as I do hope to see all of you one day. Which for some of you, that will happen very soon because we expect to see you over in New York. Double toasted live in New York, baby. We're going to be at the Roulette Intermedium on Friday, September 10th, 8 p.m., and tickets are on sale now. Go to DoubleToasted.com or go to X1Entertainment.com forward slash double dash toasted dash Brooklyn for a night of comedy, conversation, and games with you folks out there. We're going to celebrate. Well, it looked like things were going back to normal, but that might be changing pretty soon. You never know, according to our conversation today. But, hey, get your vaccine just to be on the safe side. And we're selling tickets. We're not going to cancel this. Unless the world ends or something, which it probably could. But we're just going to assume that we have September 20th to our... I'm sorry, September 10th to ourselves. That's also my birthday weekend. And oh, so gonna, we're going to do it big then. Come on, we have to. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm popping out that cake. It's not because I'm not wearing pants and I'm stripping for you. It's because <laughs> it's my birthday, everybody. So come out and celebrate with me. And it's going to be a good time. Seriously? Here I go looking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I try, man. I told you. <laughs> uh, because I can see it. Like it's not affectation. You try you get as far as you can and then your body is literally like, no, and you stop. You're just like ah! Yeah, man, it's 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 rough. Um But hopefully I'll be able to be fluid and my joints will be fine by the time I start seeing you, man. Um so I got to check reports, but all access tickets might be gone. We only had a limited amount of all access tickets. They might be sold out at this point. Now, I'm not sure. The all access tickets allow people to get in an hour early, pick out the best seats in the house. And you also get to be backstage with us pre-game cocktail party for an hour. Just hang out with us. Uh, shoot the shit for a little bit before you go on stage and then we do go on stage we'll pull you up at some point to hang out do some stuff with us and you also get some merch with that so the all access packages they might be sold out but go ahead and try that and if they are hey look we still got the VIP packages for you I'm pretty sure also a limited amount but with those those are pretty nice you still get to come in early 30 minutes you get to hang out with us backstage another cocktail party pregame with us and you also, I believe you get some merch with that. Get to choose a very nice seat in the house. And the general admission tickets. We have a nice meet and greet for you folks with that. So that's pretty good, too. And, of course, you get the show. And uh, I'm still working on my Twitch rep was out of town, so I didn't get a chance to talk to her. I'm trying to see if we can get Twitch to help out. Oh, uh, let me see here. Oh, all access is two hours. Furious Kirk says, excuse me. All right, then. Well, I think you get in for two. I think you get in two hours early, but you get to be backstage with us for about an hour. That's probably flexible, but we'll see. Uh, I'm trying to get an after party for some of the people out there, maybe some of the VIP and all access people to show up to. But I'm trying to get Twitch to actually help out with that. Uh, no word on if they can or not. But, you know, we're trying. We're trying to make something happen. So that is. That is nothing. That is nothing. So, uh, still want to throw the hat, my hat in the ring for getting like a Bushwick 
pub crawl because there are 56 bars in the 1.5 miles that comprises Bushwick, and it might be fun just to take to the streets. Hey, that might be fun, man. You go ahead and do that. I don't know if uh, that might be another event type thing, so I don't know if I would be able to do that out there. But if you, hey, look, if you do that, that'll be fun, man. That'll be fun. I think <laughs> I think you should. You, you're from New York. I am from Brooklyn. Yes. From Brooklyn. So you can you can you can come around with a local who's just going to get you really drunk and turned around directional. There you go, folks. Well, I think he already called it pub call pub crawl with uh, Mr. Torres over here. So All it right, looks like it looks like they're letting people in two hours early. They say, uh, OK, so I think what it is, is that they're going to be letting people in two hours early, some people an hour early. And then you'll be able to do like the cocktail thing with us. And then we get like a little space of time so that we can prepare to get on stage and whatnot. So. Yeah, people, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, and Christian. Oh, look at that. Who's that shaggy man Uh-oh. down there in the corner? I don't know. He's handsome as fuck. He, that guy really pops. Whoever he is, we need more of him. Who is that man, that handsome shaggy gentleman right there? Who's that handsome pothead right there? That, oh, you know, kind of looks like you, man. We should have crossfaded. I should have got right down low with oh. it, and then you could have crossfaded into it. But I don't, I don't know oh, where it you is. Go. You know? There you go. Try it. Am I going to be down here? Is this how this works? No, you Hold are on. completely off. Man. No. Look, okay, other high. side. Other side. <laughs> Run it back. Run it back. Run All right. Back. Run it back. All right. All right. So see. here? Here? Why are you – it looked like you're lurking out somebody's window, man. <laughs> I might be. All right? I'm just trying to have pa- – I'm just trying to stay sharp. I'm out of practice, sir. Don't make fun of me. Oh. Oh, I will always make fun of you, sir. There's just no way of getting around that. And you can make fun of me as well, man, because we just have that kind of relationship. Uh, let's see here, man. I was going to tell you guys something else. Oh, that is in Brooklyn on Atlantic Avenue. A lot of people know what that is. So, yeah, people, go ahead and get your tickets now. Uh, the show could possibly sell out. I know we sold over 100 tickets already with the, some of the all-access tickets selling out or being probably being sold out. So with the, the venue being, the venue being, I think, Fitting like about 375 people or something. It could, it could, it could sell out. I know our last New York show sold out, so we'll see what happens. But either way, it's gonna be fun to see you guys there. Looking forward to it. Oh, excuse me, I just burped. Had a smoothie today. Of course, one of your patented Coleman smoothies. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A smoothie for the smooth. Yes. I'm gonna get you back here and give you a, a smoothie. Mm, yeah, yeah. I bet. Is that, a, is that a promise? Yes, it's a, no, that's a threat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the ripest tomato says over 100 tickets and it's still two months away. Nice jobs. I'm sorry, nice job, guys. Uh, Vanisphere says Corey loves his smoothies. Yes, I do, man. Smoothie for the old smoothie over here. And you, you think uh, L.A. is probably next on the docket? Like if you had to choose another place? L.A. is definitely next on the docket. We are trying to figure out. I know that they want to see how New York is going to do because I'm working with, again, I'm working with the booking agency today. So they want to see how New York is going to work out. They trust me that it's going to be fine, but they want to see how that works out. And then I think they're just going to go ahead and start trying to book multiple venues. When I say multiple, mm-hmm. I'm talking about like two, one in L.A. and Maybe another one in some other place that we haven't figured out yet. Well, you'll be the first to know when we do, people. Oh, let's see here. Vancouver. I would love to go to Vancouver, man. I've, I've been to Vancouver once, and it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I rode a tandem bike and then smoked a lot of weed after that. <laughs> <laughs> Never been to Vancouver. Been to Toronto with you. That was amazing. I yeah. love Canada. But I've heard Vancouver is amazing and gets slept on all the time. 
No, Vancouver's nice, man. Vancouver's on the opposite end of where Toronto is, I believe. Don't know my Canadian. Yeah, it's West Coast. It's okay. British Columbia. There you go. So, yeah, it was it was fun, man. It's a lot of fun. Um, I had a great time over in Vancouver, man. I, I So the guy that I was hanging out with, he loves riding bikes, man. I love Eric. Eric, man, if you're listening, or I, I doubt you are, but Eric, if you if you happen to, Eric loves riding bikes, and he just assumes that everybody loves bikes as much as he does, and they don't. So he has a fucking car, man. But when you go to see him, does he, like, he drives that car probably about, like, two or three times a week. The rest of the time, he takes a bicycle. And he doesn't live close to his job. So I met him at his job, and this fool pulled out not not a bike for me and him, which would have been bad enough because I don't ride bikes, man. I told you, I'm stiff as fuck right now. I'm, I'm I'm not in the best shape, and I'm, I'm, I go through phases. I go through phases where I'm in great shape, and I go through phases where I, I could do better. Um, I was in my could-do-better phase in Vancouver. <laughs> so he pulls out this bike. Like, I've been fucking riding bikes for for years, man. Like, I'm an Olympic bike rider or something. And we, we bike ride, like, around, I don't know, fucking 10 miles to go to his house. And, like I said, it wasn't on two bikes. He rode one of those those vaudeville comedian tandem bikes where it's two people on the same bike oh yeah and i thought that was a canadian thing until people (laughs) looked at us like we were crazy (laughs) that's just an asshole thing that's that 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 kind of asshole brand knows no nationality Corey. i was like wow you're gonna exhaust me and embarrass me at the same time man (laughs) cool because i'm riding i'm riding on the back i'm looking stupid as fuck and i'm just tired and he's just up in the front yeah so it's like this it's like this it looks like he's he's Riding around a dead black man on the bike, the back of his bicycle. <laughs> but people were, I thought it was a Canadian thing. And there was, I'll never forget this, man, uh, when I knew that it was not. Because uh, people just kind of just ignored it. Like, this is stupid. But this one dude, I passed by. And he just had this look on his face. Like, he made that, that old mouth that you see in cartoons. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh. A really, sweat mark. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that was missing was like, like a... a, a a bag of booze and he was like mm-hmm. <laughs> now this dude he saw he looked at us like like he saw like a fucking strange animal or a dinosaur just passed by like he he really was shocked like what the fuck is this he said i thought that was i thought they only did this shit in movies you know or, or cartoons I, I had to tell him man because one day he wanted he wanted to do bike riding again we we rode bikes everywhere one day i just said man you got a fucking car man Seriously, let's take it. I'm not. I don't like. I have to find tell. I don't want to be. I don't want to be nice anymore. It's like I don't like bikes. All right, <laughs> stop. So where you and I are gonna uh, come into some friction. I mean, I had a car in Brooklyn, and I almost exclusively rode my bike. I only had the car because I did real estate. I needed to drive people around. But I'm all about biking. Is Vancouver just not as put together as New York is as a city? So it's inconvenient. I, no, I, it's probably convenient. No, look, let me just say this. You just don't like exercising. That's fine. Just say that, Corey. I have That's nothing fine. against the bicycle. I actually like bikes. Let me just change this. I, I do like <laughs> bikes. I wish I wish I had one. But you got to be ready for it. You can't, you can't sure. just pull that bike out in front of somebody and say, if you want to go for a nice ride to the park for about mm-hmm. five minutes, okay, fine. Let's do that. Or if I'm riding to the store up the street. Do I want to ride across town on the fucking bike when I haven't been prepared for it? No, I don't. I don't want to ride up hills and shit. And I don't want to have this guy just riding and looking at me assuming like, hey, man, what's wrong? Catch up. I was like, no, fuck, man. I almost like dropped that shit and took an Uber and said, I'll meet you, man. 
When you were in uh, when you were in Amsterdam, did you bike around? Because that's a city, as you know, that is not made for cars. It is for walking and for biking pretty exclusively. Oh, uh, you know what, Victor Necrofunk? He says I don't mind bikes, but people in cars are assholes. So I will pass. You know what? No, people in cars and people on bikes are both assholes, man. I've seen people who do not pay attention to to bicyclists at all, but in Austin. There's a lot of asshole bikers, man, bicyclists. They just, they don't pay attention to shit. I'm surprised we just don't see dead bodies covered in bicycles all around town on the street. I've seen no, I'm sure. I think it's a cultural thing, though, man, because like New York, I felt very like that biking and bike lanes are an institution. So everyone respects it. I will not bike in L.A. I won't bike in Austin. I mean, there are places where I won't do it because it doesn't have the same cultural cachet, you know? Yeah. No, it's a, I mean, I've, really, I've seen people need to look out for bicyclists. They do. They, they get this whole thing of like, well, I run the road. I'm the dominant species when I'm in a car. But these people on these bicycles, man, they don't give a fuck sometimes. I've seen them like I've almost hit about three people who just did not look at stop signs because when they're on bicycles, they feel like I'm free. And they just feel like the, they feel like the law because there are the laws for cars still apply to bicycles. You still have to stop at a stop sign. I've seen motherfuckers just go about their fucking like they're like the fucking cover for Titanic, man. They just go about the arms all out, just whizzing by and a cross section and intersection like like nothing, man. Like they're just completely invincible. That shit pisses yeah, I mean, me well, off. They deserve to get I mean, maybe they don't deserve. Well, no, fuck it. They do deserve to get hit. And when it happens, like whose fault is that? Only theirs. Yo, it is. It is. I mean, I don't want to be the one to hit them because I just don't want to deal with it. But if you know, if I could hit them and just go about my day, yeah, I'd be fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to kill them, but if I could just knock some sense right. into them, teach them a lesson. Yeah. yeah, if I could just hit them and knock them, you know, in mid like mid air and have them land on somebody's soft lawn or something, you know, have them wake like looking up like, you know, like I, that'd be right. fine. You know, I don't want to kill anybody. May break an arm or something, but I, you know, that's it. Anyway, y'all. So magnanimous, Corey. I am magnanimous, man. I am the magnanimous Corey Coleman, y'all. Welcome to the <laughs> that show. That sounds like your failed magician name, but you're just really gregarious and you give a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the magnanimous Coleman. <laughs> da -da -da -da. Except I can't work my cape because my arms are fucked up right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see, I was trying to get a cape motion going, but I can't do yeah. it because my arms are still hurting. Uh, people, if you're just getting in, you're going to see me try to scratch my nose every now and then. It's going to look stupid because my arms are hurting. It's a long story. Go watch the VOD if you want it. All right, y'all. Let me see here. What else we got for you? Hey, I know some of you, you're saying, hey, I, 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 live, in another, I live in another state. I might even live in another country. I'm sorry I cannot make it to the New York show. So wish I say, you know what? That's too bad. You will be missed. But we can still take your money. Go over to patreon.com forward slash double toasted. Get warm and toasty, hot and buttered, golden brown and crispy. And help us continue to make this content that we are doing here along with the perks that you will receive. One of those being merch for three months up to a year. Bonus streams and more. So please go over there and help us continue to do what we need to do. And that is a more independent revenue stream that we have over there. So please help us out. I was just talking about getting a new merch store, but you can still get that classic black teeth, the white logo right there, and a few other things at DTMerch.com. Look for a new store coming at some point. 
hopefully soon, so we can start getting some designs out that we've been wanting to work on for a long time but have not been able to at this point. And finally, go over to our Twitch channel, which you are watching right now. But look at you, you freeloader. You're just sitting up there soaking up all this free entertainment. And you could actually support us without spending a dime yourself. It could continue to be free, even with a subscription, if you have that Amazon Prime account. So subscribe, resubscribe for absolutely free. But most importantly, why don't you give a gift a sub to a fellow toaster out there who do not have the toasty goodness all over their naked ass bodies right there. Cover them up with the free sub that you gifted to them. And I believe that that's all we have right now. We'll get ready to move on with the show. Oh, but before we do that, I want to remind you guys, there are so many perks that we have to offer, especially if you're a subscriber to our Double Toasted Twitch channel. One of those is us being, are you being rather, here with us as we kick the rest of everybody out as we play these ads right here. Oh, God, please don't do it. Uh, there we go. All right, then. Let me see here. Uh, I want these people to be able to come back. We'll get going a little bit. Christian, how you doing, sir? You ready for New York? Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I, in fact, I have a countdown on my phone. I made like a little widget for it. So I have a countdown for Europe and I have a countdown for uh, New York. And it's like 64 days from now. And I and I see it every day. And really, it's making me lazy. Like I can't focus on anything else I'm supposed to do because I have both of these cool things that I am looking forward to. Hey, man, it's going to be here before you know it. Right before you know I mean, it. I hope so. I started to title the show Corey's Very Special Day. But they said that just now would promote very well. So. Vanisphere's, thank you for the gift of sub. And hopefully those persons, our people, our person is thankful for it as well. Uh, let me see here. Man, somebody's asking in the chat, have I heard of this thing called Serbian film? I have, and that is why I have not watched it. I heard that they have sex with infants in that movie. I don't want to see that shit. Wait, what? No, that's horrible. What are we talking about? Yeah, it's a, it's a, I don't know, man. I've heard so many things about this movie and I'm not sure at all what is true and what is not. I know that I had a friend who was at a screening at, at a Fantastic Fest for this movie, Serbian film. And he, he got up and asked at the end of it. He, I think he asked the, the people who put the festival together and the director was there. And he got up and asked, the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> So, and your friend's a pretty cool person, like not an overreactionary, you would say. Yeah, yeah, man. Serbian film. I have no desire to watch this at all, man. I like. It just seems like it's one of those movies where they they claim that they're doing this because there's some profound message about the about the darkness in man or something like that. But really, it just sounds like you. It was being made just to shock people, and mm. that's one of the things that I'm not about. I've been to so many movies at Fantastic Fest. So I went. I went. There was a week I went to early morning screenings, early morning screenings at Fantastic Fest, and four out of five of those movies had rape in them. I was like, what the fuck is going on, man? I was like, I'm just not, I'm not in this thing where I feel like I need to be shocked by movies. Believe me, life is fucking shocking enough as it is, as you will right. find out by some of the topics we're talking about today. Uh, Serbian film. Let me see. You've never heard of this, right? I don't. I've never even heard of this, no. Let me make sure I'm not putting up some red band trailer on this. 
uh, first shot, just infant fucking. Like yeah, they, don't, yeah. they don't bury that lead at all. Yeah. Let me see here. I'm. Oh yeah, this is a fucking NC17 trailer. No, fuck this, man. I can't. I can't even show you. I don't even know if there's a green band trailer for this. This is how crazy this shit is. But yeah, I have. I. I don't want to watch this movie, man. I don't know. Am I right, y'all? Did they like have? I hate to even saying these words. Did they have sex with an infant in that movie? Chad, I, I, I really, not, I'm just don't, I'm not into it, man. Uh, but this isn't like the cuties thing, right? Where everyone lost their goddamn mind and like, sure, it's weird, but I wouldn't call that like, you know, you remember there was like a whole, we're going to cancel Netflix and it's child pornography. <coughs> and we're like, all right, settle down. At least I was. I don't know about yeah, you. Man, but. I saw cuties and I hate the people that still want to look at me and say, oh my God, you're, you're a fucking pedo, man. He's like, shut the fuck out. Mm. Did you watch the movie? You know, and oh, I none, get of them, it. none of them watched the movie. They're yeah. all just talking out of their ass. And yeah. I get it. Like, I'm not a big champion of this movie. I think I, I, think I get the movie a matinee because mm. I said, you know, there's not it's not a movie where it's, it's about girls shaking their ass. You know, it's not about underage 11, 12 year old girls shaking their ass. It's actually making a commentary about a culture that depicts that. You know, and, and and I get it. People don't want to see it. I, I'm not arguing with people. Don't look at it. But don't sit up here and call me a fucking pedophile just because you don't agree. You didn't see the movie. Fuck off. Uh, it, yet, yet, nobody's complaining about that goddamn, that fucking rape movie they have on it, 365 Days. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. No, I also think it's just very interesting that the same people who are all about free Britney, free Britney are are coming at arms about the the cuties thing as if we didn't all collectively sexualize a teenager when she was very young. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's a double standard sort of thing. And I'm just trying to figure out if this is fresh outrage, but it's nothing or if there's something to actually be mad about with this movie. Yeah, well, I get it. People want to be protective sometimes. And I, I get it. I get it. People are like I don't want to see it. I get it. I understand that. Just don't criticize me for something that. I saw because I'm not a pedophile. I saw the points that were being made. If you didn't see them, then fine. But, you know, we can argue. You can say that movie was stupid. Yeah, okay, fine. You say that. That movie was uncomfortable. Yes, I get it. But you sit up here and call me like somebody who wants to, you watch that movie, you must sexualize children. Oh, get the fuck out of here, man. I don't want to hear that shit. Anyway, anyway, this is not what we came here to talk about. We came here to talk about a completely different thing. Something else is going to piss me off. (laughs) But let's go ahead and get into Let's go ahead and get into what we uh, came here to talk about today. So let me see here. Our first discussion. So you got a couple things to talk about today. Is our first discussion right here. So Captain America sat down and had a very reflective moment in the comics. See, you know, for a guy named Captain America, he said, you know what? Let me really examine what that name means, man. And he sat back and said, you know, Wow. I have to admit that even though my name's Captain America, America's not always fair. <laughs> America's, America has some problems. You know, and as me being the patriot that I am, maybe I need to address those problems. Me, a, a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, buff-ass, pretty-ass man, maybe I need to even acknowledge my privilege and admit that we need some, we got some work to do here in this country. Well, over in a completely different universe, Superman says, you know what? I used to, Captain America used to be somebody. Now you're just like the rest of these assholes out here. You're completely, oh, do I want to use the word? When did you get woke? 
When did Dave, when did you wake up, man? Who's <laughs> when did your alarm go off? Funny thing is, is that while a lot of people might actually sit back and say, oh, shit, Superman and Captain America about to go at it. And let's listen to what Superman has to say. You know, this man has done a lot of good for the world. It, but here's the catch, everybody. Uh, it's the Superman that nobody gives a fuck about. <laughs> Superman from 30 years ago. TV-ass Superman. Soft-ass Superman show. I hear it was good. But we're talking about Dean Cain. People not even talking about Superman. Dean Cain. Who was Superman, a version of Superman, in The Adventures of Lois and Clark, which I heard was, I, actually, I never watched the show, but I heard that it was, an, it, was a, it was a cool take on that, somewhat of a romantic comedy, somewhat, somewhat that was, uh, it was a more grounded uh, TV show. And a lot of people, and listen, to be fair, a lot of people said, hey, look, no matter what they'd done with that show, got to admit that. Dean Kane makes a fire, a, a mighty fine Superman right there. Well, Apparently, he let that shit go to his head because now he feels like he really is trying to save the world, running his mouth when nobody wants to. Nobody gives a fuck what Dean Kane has to say except when they want to talk shit about him or when Fox News wants to bring him on to talk the same dumb shit that they do all the time. Dean Kane took offense to Captain America in the comic, and Fox News had him on to give his opinion because, I don't know, they really think he's fucking Superman and we need a comic book hero to come in and address another comic book hero. Captain America getting political and anything but patriotic in the latest Marvel comic series released right before Independence Day. Well, the issue claims, quote, the first American dream is the one that isn't real. It's one some people expect to just be handed to them when the truth is it never really existed in the first place. Other cultures, immigrants, we're at our best when we keep no one out. A good dream is shared, shared radically, shared with everyone. When something isn't shared, it can become the American lie. All right, well, you confused? So what does Superman have to say about that? Dean Cain played that role and took great pride in it. Uh, Dean, does this really bother you more than most, you would think? Brian, you know, I am uh, Captain America. You know, I love Captain America. I love the concept of Captain America. But uh, I am so tired of all of this wokeness and anti-Americanism. Um, you know, we just celebrated our 245th birthday. In my opinion, America is the greatest country in history. It's not perfect. We are constantly striving for a more perfect union, as we all know. But I believe she's the most fair equitable country ever uh, with more opportunity than anyone's ever seen. And that's why people are clamoring to get here from all over the globe. First of all, this is a stretch of a fucking connection here, man. You know, they, conservatives or nothing else, they're just, they're just fucking corny, man. No wonder they appeal to so many old-ass, corny-ass people out there. Let's talk to Superman. That's some shit that your grandfather would do, man. It's just, this is... That is a really, really, really awkward, fucking almost acrobatic way to connect that story to <laughs> to to a pundit right there. Let's talk to let's talk to <laughs> let's talk to fake ass Superman over here, uh, Christian. I you know I got a lot of things to say about this man, but what what do you have to say? I, I want to say that one, I had to watch way too much Fox News when I was prepping the story today, and my brain hurts a little bit. That's number one. Number two. 
I don't think anyone's surprised because if you know Dean Cain's politics, and this isn't exactly the first time he's had a run in with this, right? This is par for the course. But what really annoys me about it is that it's coming after Captain America and uh, what the anchor said before Dean Cain even got on there, anything but patriotic. Because to criticize America in any way is to be deemed unpatriotic, which is complete bullshit, right? Like since the beginning of our existence, protest has been a thing that's been protected and has been encouraged. And, and protesters are patriotic no matter what people say about it now. So, of course, I'm very annoyed by it because I think that that's something if you want a one messenger in comics to talk about what it means to strive for American excellence, it should be Captain America. And so the fact that he does that, it becomes this whole conspiracy and it gets co-opted by politics as if Marvel hasn't always inherently been political. I don't know, dude. It really it really fucking annoys me. Dean Cain is the worst Superman who's ever lived. Dad bod Superman, the least impressive Superman and just a kind of clusterfuck of a human being. Anyway, obviously, I have feelings. How do you feel? Corey? Well, first of all, like I said, this is corny as fuck, man. Like this just <laughs> makes your this, this makes your point worse. So you, so to, so to come in and talk about this issue with, with, with Captain America, you got the, you got the, 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 the fucking party city birthday party uh, version of Superman. This is like having like, this really is, this is the equivalent of having like a kid asking for Superman to come to his party and they hired a fucking drunk to show up. And that person's like, that's not Superman. You suck, dad. You know, this is, this is a, uh, I, I really hate when they try to make these connections and they force these connections. They couldn't even you you. I would rather you have not done this at all. I'd rather you have like, you would rather I would rather you have uh, brought on some other person to talk about this other than try to make a connection with some other superhero thing. And the only conservative person you can find right now that's that is that right now is Dean Kane. Last time I fucking saw Dean, the first of all, nobody, like I said, nobody gives a fuck what Dean Cain has to say except for the people who buy the, to this bullshit. Other people want to make fun of him. Last time I saw Dean Cain, I didn't even know what Dean Cain was. Last time I saw Dean Cain, he was fucking drunk in a talking hedgehog movie. And you're talking too. Good morning, Bob. So you still talking? Huh? Are you still talking, you furry little thing? Like, I don't even think he's acting, man. I think they actually got him drunk and have him talk to a hedgehog. This yeah, is it's documentary, baby. <laughs> this is this, I, I really hate Fox News when they do this because what happens is they, you know, what they're trying to do is they're trying to find any excuse, they're trying to find any way to come in and just criticize anybody who slightly, slightly wants to come in and not, I won't even say criticize America, who just wants to actually come in and just acknowledge that, hey, we need to do better. But no, this is what, and this goes bigger than Dean Cain, man. Dean Cain ain't even he, fuck Dean Cain. He he hardly has anything to do with this. The, the issue is bigger of what is happening right here. Uh, you know what? What I really hate is right now. I really, I fucking really hate that word patriot and patriotic right now. I really do, and I don't care if that makes me seem like if you think I'm a communist, you think I'm a socialist, you think I'm a Marxist, you think I'm a terrorist, so be it. But that fucking word patriotic is being used to just, it's being used for power, and it's being used to control ignorant ass people, man. You drop patriotic and everybody gets on the defensive. It's the same as dropping God, Jesus, socialism, the other words, the, the other ist I drop, racism even, if you want to, it's, put, it's meant to put you on guard and make you shut the fuck up. It's meant to make everybody in the room look at you and be like, oh my God, okay, so what is this person going to say now? Does he love America or not? You know, patriotism, 
is all about. I mean, and I don't want to. It's not being. It's not even being patriotic. It's being a fucking decent and an empathetic person. You look at the. You look at the state of things around you. You acknowledge that something is wrong, and you have empathy for the people who are suffering because of those problems. But these people don't want that. What they want to do is they want to drop patriotism because they want, it, they want to drop patriotism. They want to hide history. They don't want you to criticize America at all. And it's a chain of things. It goes from the politicians and the leaders in the, in the, in the, in the upper class that, want, that, that wants to control people. If you put people on guard, you throw a word down to make people go like, oh, God, oh, okay, you got me. Then you control them. You hide history. You control those people. You keep people ignorant. You control them. The rest of the people, they're indoctrinated into a system where they've been told from the beginning, this is how it is. And if you say anything different, then you're an asshole. You don't want to you don't want to upset people. You want to fit in. You want to live a good life that don't cause trouble. You know, and that's the that's what we're seeing right now. And, you know, it looks silly when you bring Dean Kane on to talk about this, but let's not forget that even though this is a stretch to bring him on the Superman outfit, this is a silly way to connect this story. There are people who are listening to this because that's what they want to hear. And Dean Kane is coming in, and it's not a matter of I hate he's an evangelical too, and I hate these motherfuckers that come in and tell you that first of all, being a patriot, hey, free speech. Don't get a vaccine. Carry a gun everywhere you want to go. My rights, my rights, my rights, my rights. Don't make, don't, hey, don't tell me what to say until you start to say, but how about that time they covered up this piece of history here in America? Shut up. Shut up, you unpatriotic motherfucker. Don't you, don't you criticize America. You know, uh, he's an evangelical and he's fucking lying. They're lying either straight up to your face or they're lying by omission, man. This is insane to me, though, because these are the people these people will scream anti-police rhetoric all day long. But when their life is threatened and they need a hero, they will dial 911 and a police officer will show up because police officers are heroes. Now, yes, there have been some bad apples. There's been some bad situations. But ninety nine point nine percent of all police officers are fantastic. They are there to serve and protect and they do a fantastic job. Tell that to the motherfuckers that keep getting killed that keep getting brutalized. And by the way, yes, police officers individually are fine. But as far as the whole system goes, it's messed up. But you, sir, you benefit from that shit and you have no empathy for any of the other people around there because you've been told and you're on the benefiting side of being a patriotic and you've been told to stay that way. Fuck off, man. You know, these people are harmful and they do all this shit in the name of God and country and they're told time to tear this fucking country apart. I love that you said God and country because my point was going to be there's two things going on. They weaponize the word patriotism, which is terrible, and we'll get to that in a second. But the other thing is that we have made America our country in God status. We uh, deitize it, right? And if you say anything bad about God, that's that's them fighting words for these people. I, I think it's really interesting that he's like, yeah, sure, we've had our problems, but we just celebrated our 247th birthday. And it's like you're saying that, but you've spent the first 90 years of your existence like built off the backs of slave labor. And honestly, well before that, before we became an official nation, you then uh, legislated against groups of people for another 100 years. You continue to obstruct people's constitutional rights. So, like, how is that the best country in the world? That's what sort of fucking upsets me about it. It's like. Yes, again, to be a patriot is to blindly accept every single thing that your country does that's shitty and say, like, but we're great, right? So how can we do something bad if we're also great? 
Uh, when I was doing research on this, honestly, the thing that kept coming back to me was this Frederick Douglass quote. And I'm so sorry that I have to bring Frederick Douglass up to meet the stupidity of Dean Cain. But he talks about patriotism. And I have the quote here. It's the best friend of a nation is he who most faithfully rebukes her for her sins and he her worst enemy who under the uh, specious garb of patriotism, patriotism seeks to excuse, palliate or defend them. That's patriotism. You can love your country and say this is a horrific thing that we did, that we continue to do, and that we can get better at. I don't understand when this became such a bad thing, and I, I think it certainly happened in, during my lifetime, but it is insane because it feels like we're living in an upside-down, Corey. Yeah, well, what they're doing is, like I said, man, and, he's, and I'm going to show you how much this is bullshit even more, how these people just say these things, and they're just doing this because either they've been taught to say that or – they don't want to feel bad or they want to stay in control because that's what it's all about man right now and i hate to bring this up again but you know this whole thing woke critical race theory marxism all that shit you know those are those are boogeyman words those are buzzwords to get to keep people angry and scared and that's what they first of all that's how you fox news fuck fox fox news man fox news they make money they are in the business of fear and anger as long as they can keep people scared as long as they can keep people angry as long as they can create these words to go out there and 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 and, and get people irritated, you know that's 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 always going to be getting them money, man. They relish in that shit, whether it's right or wrong. They don't care. They know what their 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 audience wants. But that's what happens, you know. This whole thing with critical race theory, over the years, and shit. Like I said, they just found a word, man. It's just history. It's just history and, and common racism that's out there. They want to use, they, they want to, they, they're so against it because the people who are the higher ups, they've been trying to erase history to make themselves seem the victors and the victors control history and therefore they stay in power. Uh, they try to make slaves, you know, uh, you know, workers. <laughs> people, hey, they were taken care of by their masters. Hey, they were, they were, they were treated with respect. They just had jobs. They just couldn't do shit without a white man telling them what to do. But other than that, it was, it was all copacetic, baby. You know, uh. They use that, if they can keep that history changed, if they can make themselves seem like the victors, they get the, they are, they, they keep the masses looking up to them. They make the, they, they actually are able to twist that lie to reality and make, and villainize the people or vilify the people who they're, who, where their history is actually truth. Then after them comes the people who, the, the people that they control are the people who are, well, pff, this is a bummer and it makes me feel bad. You know, the people who don't want to hear all this shit. Don't okay. criticize America because, first of all, I was trained not to. And plus, it just makes me feel bad to know that America was actually kind of shitty. So it's a fucking, it's a really terrible, vicious, uh, symbiotic relationship, man. The people who control and the people who want to be controlled because everybody wants to live a lie. It's a fucking shame, man. And the, the, to show you how much bullshit it is and how these people just spin lies because they've either been taught to do that or they just want to stay in power fucking uh dean kane didn't even read the comic book that this came from he t he admitted later on that i didn't i didn't read this shit oh sorry did, did i did i misspeak you know somebody did you read the comic well no uh so people on twitter were like well fuck you then who are you to speak without knowing captain america by the way he said i'm a captain america fan you ain't man, stop fucking lying you ain't read a captain america comic book to save your fucking life man you would have captain america's been fighting fascism his whole fucking career took out hitler right here let's not forget that he took out the ultimate purple fascist well kind of okay
okay, not right there, but he, he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> but also, most of all, let's keep in mind that we're talking about a fictional fucking character, man. You guys would rather bring up a, a, a comic book, a, a, a fictional character. Instead, you would love to sit up here and criticize a character that doesn't even exist instead of addressing the real problems that are out there in America. Instead, you would like to, br- you would like to blame an imaginary superhero. Mm-hmm. You guys are complete pricks. You're, you're fucking assholes, man. These guys are the biggest hypocrites, and I'm sorry, man. I'm, I, that's why I can be friends with, 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 with Republicans. I can be friends with conservatives. It's going to be real hard if you want these pushy GOP people. You're going you're gonna to fucking rub me wrong if you do that. But I cannot sit back anymore and be quiet and be like, well, to be fair, there's, both, there's stories to both sides. You know, No, fuck that, man. There's not. There's fucking lies and then there's the truth. And you motherfuckers are trying to hide it. We just get overreactionary. I remember a couple of years ago, there was a comic where Captain America at the end of it, and it was a big shocker, was a splash page, and he says, Hail Hydra. And everyone <laughs> lost their goddamn minds for a second, okay? And I had so many think pieces on my timeline saying, like, this was made for the veterans during World War II. How could we ever do it? All right, so you go another issue, and you realize he's in fucking deep cover. He's not really turned back on anything. He's fucking Captain America, and he's going to do whatever it takes to stop fascism, including pretend to be a fascist for a second. So it's like... This is so deeply entrenched in the character and has been for forever that it seems really insane and incongruous that they they're either it's one of those things where either they're profoundly stupid and they just don't realize what they're Mm -hmm. doing, which is possible, or they are just willfully like leading the ignorant to be more ignorant. And I don't know which one is more egregious. Yeah, it's a combination of both. You know, like I said, is those people out there who. Are cold and calculating and know exactly what they're doing from the profiteers to the politicians to the world le- I mean to the to the to the nation's leaders and then there's those people who just they've been taught to like sit back and say nothing and you know and it's hard because people are I get it man you know a lot of these people they're indoctrinated into a support group that said you know they're, they're, the, the whole family believes this their friends and you know their circles believe this so no you know it's hard to change your mind it's hard to like really look at truth when if you do that, you're going to be shunned by everybody that has reared you up and brought you and was close to your whole life. I get it. But, I mean, they're taking advantage of people who are pretty much, I mean, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, man. Uh, a lot of times when, they, when people throw down the word patriotism and people react in a way where it's like, oh, my God, that word, I can't say anything. That is a cult way of thinking. That is a very cultish way of thinking. And until we all start freeing our minds and start actually looking at truth for what it is, you, we will all begin to act, we'll continue to act like cult members, and this country will be one big fucking cult, man. Half of it is already. Yeah. Let me ask you this, all right, just because I think we're all in agreement on the uh, Dean Cain and Foxification of the story, which is pretty ridiculous. But I do want to ask this, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, when, when we look at Captain America, when we look at those words, I think we all agree on those words. Is there any part of you that, that even though it's a um, minority creative team from what I understand, so it's like people behind the scenes are people of color who have experiences and uh, prejudice and whatnot. Do you feel weird that it, it sort of plays with the white savior complex just a little that you said it earlier, it's blonde hair, blue eye, poster boy, Steve Rogers saying these words, where if you look at like black Captain America, right, which they have those comic arcs, we're now gearing up to have that cinematically, which I think is a wonderful thing. Uh, do you think that those words are more powerful there or is it just simply that like, hey, people hear a black guy talking and they pay attention just a little bit less than if it's 
Steve, you know, like the real Captain America. Well, and they're that's a good question. And unlike Dean Kane, I'm not going to speak on some shit. I don't know. I haven't read the comic, so I'm not going to sit back and judge this as a white savior thing when I don't know what the rest of the context is. I don't think that'd be cool for me to do that. Uh, I, when I look at it, I, I, I don't get that reaction immediately. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, this guy's been, you know, Steve Rogers is the character. He's been Captain America for, you know, from the very beginnings of the inception of this character. So my initial reaction is, uh, why should this character not speak on it? You know, it's not like they... It's not like they appropriated another character. It's not like this character was created to be, you know, uh, a symbol for conservatism or anything like that. You know, it's like, I mean, it's just that character exists. And so we have to take it for what it is. That character should be able to, to say what he wants to say. And let's not forget that we have, uh, you know, a, now a black Captain America that can also be as much of a representation there as Steve Rogers was. So, you know, not, to answer your question, though, no, I did not immediately feel that way. No, and I'm not saying you should, but I think that's a conversation that's going to come up because you know how we are. Like we eat ourselves. Like even when we agree on something, we have to find a critical angle in which to kind of cannibalize ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's like, look, they're doing such a good job being idiots on that side. All we have to do is not trip ourselves up. And we're right in this instance. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just. I hate when because, like I said, Fox, we see it for the silliness as it as, as it is, man. Really, this is this is this is ridiculous. Like, like like I said, they're talking to Dean Kane like he actually is fucking Superman. Let's talk to Superman and see what he thinks. The rest of the world sees this shit for the goofiness that that it is. And I would love to blow it off, but unfortunately, Fox News and their audience is going to they they're going to eat this up no matter how it's packaged, man. Uh, and that's the sad thing about it. They brought out you know this this fucking. Uh, uh, it's trash Superman right here. They you know. I mean, I'm not gonna even talk shit about Dean Cain. Like I said, when he credit where credit is due, he was fine su as Superman, you know. But that was 30 fucking years ago. No, I'll take some issue with it, which is to say that, like in that second video there that you played, uh, you didn't play it all the way through. But at some point, he says, like, you know, today Superman wouldn't even be able to say truth, justice in the American way without getting canceled. And he said it just like that, like a smug piece of shit. And I don't think that's true. But number one, I want to say this, that both Captain America, someone said it in the chat, and Superman, both created by like uh, Jewish collaborators yes. who just saw the rise of fascism happen against their people. You know what I mean? And so I look at that all the time and I'm like, why are we not understanding that who these characters inherently are are against diametrically what you are you know, proselytizing on fucking Fox News? Because these people are not about freedom. They're not about truth. They're about staying in power. That's what it is. They don't give a fuck, man. They, they, they can sit up here and talk about freedom all day, and we see the hypocrisy where they're trying to limit people's freedoms. They're trying to take people's ability to, to, to protest, which, you know, if you're rioting the Capitol, that's an American right <laughs> for some of these people. Uh, you know, they're trying to take away the, the people's right to assemble. They're trying to, uh, yes, they're even trying to limit people's rights to vote, and they're trying to change people's voices in history, man. They, and this is ha and it's a scary thing because this this is happening right before our eyes as we speak, man, as we speak. And we're beginning to see the people who either don't mind being fucked over because they're stupid or they don't mind being fucked over because they're like, you know what? I don't care about losing my freedoms as long as you don't get yours. <laughs> you know, I'll take us all down, man. Give me the head. Yeah, I'll ram this car right off the fucking road. I don't care. We both go down together. They nobody cares, man. You know, as long as they feel like nobody's getting over on them. You know, uh, 
It's a power struggle. But look, he, he's a bard. The roguish bard in the chat said they want the freedom to oppress you. And I think that's like as best said as anyone can say it. I and mean, that's yeah. the absolute truth. I want to hear this right here. And this is another thing. When you said when you said Dean Kane said that, that's another thing, man, where they go down this, you know, this 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 hyperbole, which is meant to, again, get a rise and scare people. You know, that's newspeak, and it's crazy. So this stuff all just drives me insane. I, I promise you, as Superman, I wouldn't today be allowed to say truth, justice, and the American way. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Oh, shit. Oh, this, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh they're, they're, they're terrible actors, man. Wow, they're corny, they're goofy, they're dangerous, and on top of that, they're horrible fucking actors. Oh, my God. <gasps> Gasp. That is not true. Nobody would say that shit. And by the way, Dean fucking Kane, this whole thing about police. Well, if you're getting if you're getting trouble, the first thing you're gonna do is dial nine one one. Well, there's two sides to that. Some people don't, because some people are scared that they might get killed when the police show up, so they don't say shit. Second thing is, yeah, they are, because that's their goddamn job. Of course, that's what they're gonna do. We pay them to come out and do that. I don't care if I, I can sit up here and say fuck the police all day, but if I call them to come and do their job, they better do their job. I mean, get get out of here with this, man. It's always the privileged ass people that sit up here don't want to understand how it is with somebody else. If you just did a little bit of research or pull your head out your ass, or if you wanted to know, that's the thing Here's about the this thing, dude, really? man. He don't want to know. Oh, I'm a Christian. I'm an evangelical. Yet I don't give a fuck about your black ass. Here's the other thing that I really like are all these like alt-right assholes who, as they got older, have clinged to their crazier beliefs. And it's like they all become reserve police officers. Not real police officers, mind you, like, you know, where they actually have to be in danger, but reserve police officers. And it's like him and Steven Seagal and all these other people who are like cozying up to fucking Putin are all the fucking like they're fetishized. They're living their childhood dreams as reserve officers. And now they're like, you we're part of the thin blue line. Fuck <laughs> both of them. Ugh. Yeah. Jesus, man. That's, you know, I'm you know, these guys here, man. I'm going to close it out pretty soon. I know I've been going off, going off, going off. But uh, like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to be completely shitty. I mean, look, I, I doubt he's on the top of anybody's list as the best Superman out there. But the sad thing is they're doing this really ridiculous thing, bringing up Superman. And it looks silly, man. But people, would they'll be willing to take the word of a fake-ass Superman a fake-ass dumpster fucking Superman right here over the truth. As long as, it's the, as long as it's the truth that they want, man. This shit is ridiculous. It really is. And another thing with Fox News, they, they, they have a history, a history of bringing, of bringing people on who are not in a position to talk about these things, man. Dean Cain to read that comic book. So why are they having him on there except that, all right, you wore a cape one time? Cool. They called you Superman one time. It's a good, it's a good lead for this story. Uh, you, I've played this before. You, do you remember the, do you remember the 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 whole controversy over, over Mass Effect? A little, like yeah, the first one or the third one. There were a couple controversies about Mass Effect. Uh, yeah. Let me see here, man. Let's just play. It. Let's see. Let me see. I gotta find it. Uh, there it is. I didn't even have to put that word. They put in controversy i said that before i even saw it this is the alien thing right it was about fox news was doing this whole thing again again in a world where they want 
people's rights to be acknowledged and, and observed. They want they want freedom of speech. They want creative freedom. They want to they want the freedom to go around and carry weapons that could kill people at any moment. But yet, I don't want you to show any kind of hint to alien sex in a video game that is promoted towards adults. They went in and tried to like go in there and paint this out like it was pornography, man. They didn't know anything about the game. They just wanted to appeal and get and have people clutch their pearls who don't know anything about games. You know, their old ass fucking audience. And they brought on somebody who knew nothing at all about the game. They brought on some fucking woman who writes self-help books about better home and gardening or something. I don't know. Uh, but they brought her on. It's like, first of all, why are you bringing this chick on who knows nothing about video games? And the guy had to address this woman and say, did you even play the game? And the woman, she got a little snarky with him. It was got, got really condescending. But yet, don't you do that to them. Don't you take away their freedoms. That's completely incorrect. First of all, you can actually play as a man or a woman in the game. Cooper, have you ever played Mass Effect? No. Right. Well, I think the fact is you talked about, you know, another thing that you mentioned is that how it's, you know, has full graphic nudity. That's completely incorrect. Uh, there's no full nudity in this game. There's the side of an alien boob, which can be seen. It's uh, a small sexual situation in this game, which is about two minutes out of a 30-plus hour experience and Jeff, to destroy let me this ask you character, something. Commander Shepard. Jeff, let me mm -hmm. ask you a question. I, I have not played this game. I went on the website today. I clicked on a lot of different trailers. I tried to learn as much about it uh, as I right. could before we did this. Bullshit. You know, it's interesting. When you click on it, it asks you your age. It says you must go through a scanning mm -hmm. process. So I thought, oh, this is going to take forever. Okay, so I, I put in my age, and then, boom, you're in. No problem. So that is a pretty easy right. screen to get past. There's nothing graphic that I saw on the front, you know, the page that I looked at on the internet. Uh, but it does beg the question, you know, how, what it does to kids in terms of how they think about violence and sexuality because they're, you know, engaged and, and blowing people away in these. Well, I think what's, what's interesting about this, we talk about, you know, sexuality in the media. One of the great things about Mass Effect, for people that have played it know this, this is a, a sort of a choose-your-own-adventure story. And it doesn't force you down in any situation. You can actually play through this game without the sexual situation ever happening Right, and the young the boys game. are going to be choosing not to have sex. That'll be what they'll choose. I mean, no, let's be realistic it's not, it's here. not a it's simple a, choice. But, Cooper, it's not a simple choice. You don't turn to the game and says, would you like to have sex or not? It's through the evolution of a relationship with characters and the fact that this game has incredible artificial intelligence and you can actually fall in love in this game. And it's, the, it's just like modeling your life. And I think that's a much more powerful form of media. Darlin, i got to go with the research. And the research says there's a new study at the University of Maryland right now that says that boys that play video games cannot tell the difference between what they're seeing in a video game and the... But, you know... President not, that's true, by the way. So many studies, there's no causal link between yeah. violence or like, ah, uh, whatever. And yeah, we, 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 we put a guy in office talking about grabbing pussy. You know, all right. So, mm. and fuck these people, man. That fucking chick, she had yeah, a backlash on her uh, on her book right, because uh, people went on, the, when she didn't play the game and start, decided to come on and comment on it, uh, people went on to her Amazon page and just review bombed her. It's one of the first times I've seen a review bombing like this and one of the first times, and now I don't like that today because that's just cheap, but at that time that shit was justified because people were like, uh, well you know, people going to say, well, did you read the book? And I'm like, no, but she didn't play the game, so fuck her. You know? So Fox is always bringing people on who are not qualified to speak about things, man, which goes to prove to you that they just want to get a rise out of their audience, man. It's about keeping these people angry. I don't even know why people watch Fox News, man, because I don't know. It just it just makes you fucking mad. I don't know if these people just are so pissed off in their life. They just want to be angry all the time, man. Why do you want to live that way? 
Why do you fucking want to live? Why do you want to watch a news show all day that just is there to make you scared and angry? No one of these people are fucking crazy, man. I think we have the same relationship with our news as we do with our technology, which is increasingly more unhealthy. And we rely on it to be told what to do to get the dopamine hits or to get the anger that we that we need. <laughs> we need we need direction. And so I think about that all the time, which is just like, yeah, maybe that's all it is, is these people are just, like you said, profoundly unhappy, very angry and want something to be angry at. Yeah, man. And da 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 da, Superman is here <laughs> to bring them to it. Saving the day for all the pissed off people out there. Oh, people, I don't know. I don't know. Don't, I mean, listen, all I'm just asking you to do is think. Just think. That's all. If you can admit to me that, you know, you know what, Court, I don't want to think. All right, that's a step. <laughs> you know, at least we, hey, at least you've admitted that you want to be a fucking dumbass. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. Anyway, uh, any last words, man? Uh, don't listen to anything Dean, Dean Kane says. He's terrible. Yeah, man, seriously. I mean, you know, I couldn't have said it. Well, you know what? I was going to say I couldn't have said it better than Christian right there, but I don't think I can say any better than uh, Dean Kane. And you're talking, too. Good morning, Bob. So you still talking? Huh? This is a guy you want to listen to for advice? Motherfucker talking to a hedgehog and a hairless cat? <laughs> I mean, you look at... You look at that image of Superman. I want you to look at this image right here. This is the last thing I want you to see. This is what you're going to listen to? <laughs> Even that hedgehog is looking at him like, man, you full of shit. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, y'all. All right. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back. I, I, let me cool on. They got me mad now. Even Fox News. Just, so that's why I stay away from Fox News most of the time. Even they make me mad. Well, it's the worst thing is because you know it's complete bullshit and you know it's not in good faith and it still gets under your skin somehow. You know what I mean? It's like that friend you have that you know is going to draw you into some stupid fucking debate. And every time you're like, I'm not going to take the bait. And you do. That's Fox News. <laughs> yeah, man. It's true. It's true. I cannot. I can't do it, man. They really do it. I mean, I hate to say it, but they do get you all the time, don't they? they I mean, you can't help when they say something that's like, stupid. It's fucking fail. Like, oh, I don't understand how they do it. They're like, they're. Whatever. I'm sorry. I'm going to lose my See? goddamn mind if we keep talking about Fox News. They got you. <laughs> they got me twice. I was mad when I was prepping the show, cooled down, and now I'm mad again. Ah, they got me too, man. They got both of us. <laughs> Fox News, you've done it again. We will battle again, and next time I will beat you. All right. Let's see what else we got over here, man. Oh. Let's go ahead and get into this, man. So Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, for we would like to say that, you know, for sensible people out there, we would like to say that now this is the man, when he says something, I'm listening. I'm, you know, I'm all ears right now. If he says I need to, if I need to go out and get a booster, like a third shot because of that, that mutated Delta variant that's out there, then by God, I'm going to do it. All right, Kelsey, and now to the latest on possible COVID-19 booster shots. The nation's leading doctor on infectious diseases, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says a third shot is highly likely. When you get a booster, you increase dramatically the level of antibodies that would be protective. So the question is, will we be getting boosters? It's highly likely. Uh, oh, but well, hold on. Oh, shit. Wait a minute. Here comes the CDC to say, Dr. Fauci, you are full of shit, sir. 
Do not listen to this man. I, but I trust them both. What, what, what does the CDC say? Overnight, the CDC and FDA releasing a joint statement touting the effectiveness of the existing vaccines that are already on the market. I'll read a little bit from their statement. They say Americans who have been fully vaccinated do not need a booster shot at this time. They say we are prepared for all booster doses if and when the science demonstrates that they are needed. You see, their primary focus is on vaccinating the unvaccinated, especially in areas like Missouri, where the Delta variant continues to spread and hospitalizations and case numbers continue to rise oh but 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 he said but they 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 i'm i'm so confused what do we do here you want me to elucidate you (laughs) yeah i need i don't know anything (laughs) no dude i'm just as like horrified as you so i got this news yesterday i'm sitting at work yesterday i get a little push notification that's like hey pfizer says we're going to develop booster shots you're going to need them we're starting to see waning immunity with the covid shot and then i was like all right cool whatever as long as i can get that because you know you have travel plans in september i have Mm -hmm. travel plans in october of course double toasted live in brooklyn tickets available now september 10th uh, so this is like I have a vested interest in it, right? Trying to figure out whether we're, we're going to be able to do all these things. And then I wake up this morning and now the CDC and FDA immediately are like, nah, we're not doing that. And so this is really weird. Now, Pfizer, you look at Pfizer and you're like, well, they're a farm, big pharma, right? Maybe they want a booster because they want to sell. They want to make there's a monetary reason for them to say that. But that Dr. Fauci video was from May. I mean, he was setting the groundwork back then. So it's possible. Look, maybe Fauci's super corrupt and he's getting, you know, a kickback on the Pfizer. I don't know. I don't want to even suggest that. But it seems to me like he's a credible source. We have listened to him for most of this pandemic. And we've also listened to the CDC guidelines and stuff. And so now we have two reliable sources sort of in conflict with each other. What does that do for America, man? Just because I feel like people are slowly (laughs) starting to get back to it. L.A.'s only been open for a month. And, it, and now it feels like we are back on the uh, possible shutdown path. Yeah, I, you know, this is a man. This is a situation where, I, look, I don't know what to say because I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, at this point, because I've been asking people, I've been asking people for a while, and I, and it's funny that you pulled this up because I had, I'm on the same, uh, on the same timeline as you, man. Uh, I had asked people, and then I'd, I'd seen, I'd read a, uh, an article where Dr. Fauci was saying that we got to go out and we got to get the boosters, man. And I didn't, I was already kind of thinking that because I was asking people. Because in the beginning, everybody that I know was asking, when is the next shot going to be? This lasts for a limited time only, you know. So when are we going to get, when do we have to get the new vaccine? Are we going to get a notification? Do we have to keep our cards? Do we have to keep track ourselves? But then this whole thing came out with the CDC the very next morning, man. I saw this. Was it? It might have been this morning. Was it? Did you get this this morning? Because it was I'm, this morning. I yeah. woke up and I saw it. I'm like, having God. trouble because I wake up early and I stay yeah. up a little bit and then I fall back asleep. I don't know why I keep doing this. So I guess it was at that period this morning where I woke up, looked at my news aggregator, and all of a sudden they're saying, Ah, yeah, that's bullshit. You know, if you if you if you got a shot, then you're fine. Don't worry about it. You'll be you're gonna. And I've been. But actually, I had been hearing people say that that was also the case too. I had read articles before where they said that. You're going to be good for a long time, you know, until further notice. You're fine. Go out there and do whatever you got to do. That shot's going to last you for a while. So I don't at this point. I'm now this is not going to help those people who are being very paranoid about the vaccinations because now they're making me paranoid. It sounds like don't nobody know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. As soon as skepticism come in, all you do is you leave the door open for all the naysayers to come in and say, see, 
See, yeah. 1% of uncertainty is the same thing as 100% accurate, and I've never understood that mentality, right? But they're doing yeah. that with climate change. Why would they not do it now with vaccines and public safety? Look, the Delta variant is something we, we really should be a little bit worried about, and I think that we are in a privileged place. This is scary for us, and still we have the highest vaccination rate of any country in the world. So if it's scary for us, imagine how the rest of the world is sort of feeling, and it's just like that skepticism is going to lead people – whether it's justified or not, right? Like people who are just conspiratorial, that's bad. But then think about small business owners. Think about the people yeah. who somehow miraculously made it over the last year doing just takeout dining and stuff yeah. like that. And they're once again on the chopping block. And even if you believe in the science, a part of you is like, I believe in my livelihood, right? Like, yeah. so what do we do here? And we look to our officials to kind of give us guidance. And right now we're a little bit in limbo. Well, you know, I'm, st I'm, I'm listen, because there's going to be the people who are out there saying, see, Told you, vaccine's bad. Don't do it. Uh, I'm, and I'm, I'm ready for those people to try to embarrass me, uh, because I'm still leaning on getting the vaccine. I've never been somebody who's an anti-vaxxer. I've never been somebody who believed that you know this. They're going to come in, you know, that they're, they're trying to enforce some some shady, uh, 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 I, I, some some sort of shady uh, form of government control on me. I haven't really, I haven't felt that. And I see it from all sides. And, you know, if I can be completely honest, these people do have points. I mean, all the people that you see, especially all the people of color who looked at the, you know, the, what is it, the, the Tuskegee or the, the, the. Oh, yeah, the, the experiments. Yeah. The Tuskegee experiments where they gave people syphilis and did not give them treatment that they promised to give them. You know, people of color have been fucked over a lot by the government. So I understand why they'd be paranoid. And then there's other people who I, I admire somebody who says, don't believe everything you read or hear. So I can see that part of it, too. I get it. But then there are some people out there who are just not doing it because their team, their side, their families, or whatever said, don't do it. But I'm going to tell you something. The reason why I side on getting the vaccine is because all these people have been peddling all this nonsense when it was profitable saying it's a hoax. Don't do it. Those people turned around. And what did they do? They got the vaccine. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, come on, get the fuck out of here. So I'm, I'm getting the until these, until I see these people who are bullshitters. When I believe they're not, when they're not full of bullshit, then that's when I probably will lean towards like, well, I don't know about this vaccine, but nah, man, I'm getting the vaccine. I really do believe that there's. I've seen too many people out there who are just so. They're just that you know if if if, I, if, the, if Trump told them to get the vaccine, they would get it. But Biden is telling them to get a vaccine. They're not getting it. I've seen it too politicized and not common sense used with it. So, yeah, I'm getting the fucking vaccine. They tell me to get a booster. I'll get a booster. I've been wanting a fucking booster anyway, man, to be honest with you. I don't trust right. this thing is going to, like, last forever. I treat it like the flu or something. You know, I, I have to have a booster of it that I'm going to. I always thought that. Yeah. I get my flu shot every year because I'm supposed to and like no mind controls happening and we don't get mad that every year there's a new flu shot. These things change. We need to stay with it. And in fact, Pfizer's working on a Delta specific of a alternate vaccine. So like a lot of this stuff's still up in the air. The science is the science and we have to follow the facts when it becomes available to us, you know, but I'm thinking about its, its impact on society and how we all just went through a year and a half of something where now we're starting to ease up on it. Like yeah. you look at like schools now, look, apparently as of right now, the CDC is not saying that like they have to do any of the social guidelines. The only thing they're requiring for schools in the fall is for kids to wear masks if they're unvaccinated. Not even like stay home, just like wear a mask if you're unvaccinated. Yeah. Uh, so you have that. You have, like I said, curbside, like the whole hospitality industry and even something stupid. Look, this is frivolous, but movies 
Like the family just got back together, bro. The family just made a lot of money this last weekend, right? It's made 500 million over the over the uh, the last uh, three weeks or something. And Black Widow is is looking to be like the biggest debut of any film uh, since the pandemic. And it's like these are moments where like it's just good to be in a room with people and, and experiencing this thing that was meant for mass consumption and shit like that. And so like all of it is just on this knife's edge where I feel like we all think it's done. It's not yeah. done. It could get a lot worse and we have to kind of do our part. And now we have fresh skepticism and I'm a little terrified of it. Well, the unfortunate side is, I believe, for, well, shit, first of all, what's, what's up with this kid? Right, <laughs> Kid look like the man. Oh, no. like, He's not happy. Look like he just got zapped by the man in black or something. <laughs> the cam- what the cameraman say to that kid before he snapped the picture? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he called that kid the N-word before he stopped me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I unfortunately think that if this is a situation where these, this thing keeps mutating and it has to be suppressed because people need to be vaccinated and if people are still fighting it, I believe this is going to be a it's going to be a situation that's going to be much worse than what we had before. Uh, and I'm not saying I know this for sure. I'm just thinking about it because, you know, what you just said, to your point, things are trying to get back to normal now people are going out and doing things and you got these people who they're gonna have the people who have been vaccinated and they're used to it and you got these people who see everybody else going out and they're just this this stupid ass is just not gonna do it man they're just not gonna get vaccinated they're not doing it now with everything going back to you know somewhat normal which if you don't get vaccinated it won't uh then you know they're not gonna they're not gonna do what they're supposed to do and so what you're gonna have here is you're gonna have people who we might be put back in a situation where we have to have, where, well, I say we have to have, but where we have mandates, I don't think people are going to want those mandates and state governments are not going to be as quick to enact those mandates. Uh, I think that, you know, where situations where people should be wearing more masks, uh, there should be probably some lockdowns. Uh, people should be staying at home more. People should be more precautious. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a situation where we're going to have what's really going to get people because people have hard heads, man. It's going to take death. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to take people dying and wants to, to, to take it seriously. Even then, people still probably won't. There'll be a handful of people won't, but people are not going to learn. People, as human beings, we don't learn shit until we learn it the hard way, man. And until people start dying and people start having loved ones die and people start seeing this shit is real, you know, it's not going to happen. Nobody's going to be I, nobody's going to be locked ask, down anymore. Let me just ask one question, because when you're saying that, my like my mind is doing pretzels. Six hundred thousand people have already died. Yeah. That's more people than died in World War One. That's 9-11 every day for seven months. We leave and India what and are we South America in deaths. Yeah, I mean, dude, what I'm saying is, like, how much more is it going to possibly take before? If you think that there's going to be a Rock Hudson moment where suddenly, like, one per That's what I thought Tom Hanks was going to be. Because Tom Hanks, you know, people love him, no matter what, across political ideologies and shit like that. And I was like, this motherfucker is going to die, and that's going to be the thing that brings us together. Then it didn't happen. So my point is, I if you're waiting on some emotional death to bring common sense to people, I think we've long left the station, brother. Like, 600,000 people dead died in just the last year and a half and we don't seem to give a shit about that yeah i'm like i don't think listen i don't think we have some apocalyptic scenario 
You know, I don't think Loki's going to be showing up anytime soon on this end of the timeline or anything like that. But I do think that it's going to take a lot of, it's going to be a hard lesson that people have to learn. And it's going to take more death. If it, I mean, if, if, if things are going the way people are saying, you know, if we have to have boosters and this thing keeps mutating and people really don't want to go out and get vaccinated because it's being politicized too much or whatever, you know, then, yeah, man. Uh, expect to, you know, more deaths because, like I said, people are not, they've had too much of a taste of going back. People are not mm-hmm. going to be told to stay home. People are not going to be told to wear a mask. People are not going to be told to do this and that. And so if you fucking got to die, then you got to die. I mean, it's harsh for me to say, but it seems like that's that's what we want. <laughs> you know, we, we don't, I'd rather die than wear a mask. Then so be it, <laughs> you know. We have too much freedom sometimes. That's the biggest problem with this fucking country is that we are just a bunch of toddlers who have never heard the word no. And this is what happens when you let the toddlers run the country. I do believe that we do have a very self-entitled attitude, man. You know, we're so quick to put down America and don't even know what the fuck that means. You know, we we know the word. We know words. We know patriotism. We know America. We know fuck yeah. But, you know, we don't. We don't know what it means to, you know, listen, like I say, I hate this fucking word patriotism. When I say I hate it, I hate it for any other country, man. I'm a person that believes that you got to drop this identity and all this separatism. And at some point, if the technology continues and we continue to evolve, we got to drop these borders and shit. I'm not, look, I'm not a person who's coming out there that hippie shit talking about, there's only one race, the human race. I'm not speaking that shit. I'm speaking common sense, man. As long as we keep our tribalism up and as long as we keep finding ways to separate ourselves, then yeah, you know, it's always going to be shitty, man. Uh, so I, when I say I don't like patriotism, I don't like patriotism for any country, to be honest with you, man. As much as I don't like people identifying too much with a sports team where they're ready to kill somebody over it. But, uh, you know, we do have this attitude of like, yeah, we're the greatest and we can do whatever we want. You know, they don't tell us no. Well, you know, we've been told, we're like, like I said, man, we're like a kid who's been groomed, you know, by, by helicopter parents saying, oh, you're so, you're so smart. You're so talented. You're awesome. You're great. And then when you grow up, what do you become? You become an asshole. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, man. You know, anyway. I don't know. I don't know if I got off topic with that, but yes. No, you didn't. I just think it's one of those things where you spiral a little bit, right? Because you're just like, fuck, we just went through this whole thing. And I think we all felt a genuine optimism for the first time in a long time. And it seems like that's jeopardized. And what I just get really fearful for is like repeated cycles. So think about how bad everything got at the height of it when, when, when people were dying in the thousands every single day, when we didn't, we couldn't have regular discourse with our neighbors, the people we just slightly disagreed on, uh, you know, that's what I'm afraid is going to happen again. It's going to hype not back up. And the funny thing is too, is that, but, but, you know, I was like, why don't I go off on this patriotism thing again? Because, Again, for everybody who doesn't get the vaccine for some political reason, chances are they're going to utter that word patriotism. If you're a patriot, then you, you know, you you can carry a gun, and of course you you you, you got to look at the voting rights of people and take that shit away. You know, you people put down patriotism for all the wrong reasons. If you were a real patriot, if that's your thing, what you would do is you would consider helping your country and your fellow patriot and american by maybe i don't know getting the vaccine and trying not to kill somebody you know trying yeah, to speed pa- patriotism this is nationalism by another name and yeah. when you are patriotic you're really saying i don't give a shit about people who aren't me 
and to your hippy dippy idea that I know is not really your idea, but it's just like, yeah, we all stand to benefit if we take care of everybody. I'm not saying we have to be super socialist or super common. I'm just saying like if we have common decency and think about the other person or other people that we may not directly be involved with, that goes a long way. You're thinking about a society instead of thinking about just yourself. Yeah. Make America great again. Well, make America great again. Quit wearing the fucking hat and just chanting in and waving a banner and make America great again and go out and try to help out by getting America back on track, if that really is your thing. Right, right, right. Oh, God, that just really blew my mind. So the the left, I think we have a problem of hashtag activism. We don't really do shit. We, we do. say something on social media. On the right, they just wear hats. Like, that's what they do instead of actually putting in the hard work that it takes to transform a country. Yeah, when it comes to, like, real activism or saying something you know a lot everybody's full of shit everybody loves to start a phrase a hashtag or whatever that's why i don't like that shit that's why i don't like any of that hashtag shit some of it is very good in the beginning and it does get things noticed i mean you know me too the hashtag was definitely effective in the beginning and needed to be there but you know everything goes the way of just being a a, a slogan, you know, a meaningless oh, the, slogan. The minute it gets currency, it gets hijacked by other people. You know? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, let's see here. Hmm. Let me see what we got here. Uh, I'm going to read some emails if that's okay. Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, unless you have something to say, I should not have like just taken that around. Oh, no, no, no. I think we said it. I think we nailed it. Uh, this is John Doe. Dear Corey, I know you have been bullied before by your peers, a.k.a. black people, for acting like a black stereotype. I, too, have experienced this as well from my peers because I'm not from the hood, speak properly and behave myself and have hobbies that some blacks think that are white people shit. <laughs> Why does it seem blacks accept badness as their culture and not positive in success? Hope you can read this on your show. Uh, wow, that's kind of heavy. Uh, I've said this before, and I don't mean to bring the show down any further with a lot of heaviness, but that's what we do here. But uh, I've said this before, man. We have we have had, you know, you see what they're doing now. They're trying to keep people ignorant. We have been actively kept ignorant throughout history. We've actively been kept ignorant to where we identify with that. That's who we are. You know, when you don't have anything else to go to, you take pride in what you got. And a lot of, you know, for so many years, especially through Jim Crow, and don't think that's just a Southern thing. There was a form of their own Jim Crow kind of everywhere, but uh, just wasn't as maybe, you know, quote unquote severe. But, you know, when, when you have everything taken away from you, every time you start something, you have it destroyed, you know, you don't... You try to just embrace whatever identity you have, and sometimes it's, you know, well, if people want me to be ignorant, then I'm ignorant, and that's what we do. That's, I'm cool, you know, because it's cool to be ignorant. That's how that's how we're looked at. We're funny when we're ignorant. Uh, I had to, that's why, I, why I, the worst thing somebody said to me at one time was when I said, wow, soul plane, man, it's just a bunch of black ignorance. And somebody said to me at the time, I said, but that's who we are, not knowing what they were saying. People said these things to me, and I see it. And furthermore, we've been taught to hate things that we create. I've told you this over and over again. That's why appropriation is so terrible, because when you've had when you've had probably classical music, you've had jazz, you've had rock and roll, you've had country taken from you. And people that take that, strip your identity of it and steal it and make it their own. They turn. It's not enough to do that. They turn around and teach it like, oh, that's white people shit. You, hey, don't like that. If, hey, if, hey, if you real, <laughs> you know, hey, be ignorant and hate that shit that you actually started. So yeah, that's we're we're taught to hate ourselves, man. We're, we're, we've been 
we've been conditioned to hate ourselves. We've been, society has been structured to teach us to hate ourselves. Even the stuff that we create is taken from us and we're taught to turn around and hate it after it's taken from us so these people can keep it even more and change history and say, hey, look at what we did. That's how you get like uh, Little Richard to Pat Boone. You get Chuck Berry to Elvis Presley. Like like the people who are actually the innovative people who are doing the things have to get uh, cleansed and have to be whitewashed in order to show up in white houses. We said this the other day, and I think it's really important. Like West Side Story is a point of contention in my house because, yes, Puerto Ricans are in it. Well, one is. Uh, but we're also the villains. We're also portrayed in a negative way. I had a weird incident at work where someone was uh, being really anti-trans and I have a very close friends of mine, a friend of mine who's trans. And this was like a thing where I just I, I didn't yell. I didn't freak out. But I tried to explain like representation really matters. Can you imagine what it's like to be a trans person? And every single role up until maybe 10, 15 years ago has been you being a predator, you being a killer, you being this like uh, what's the Michael Caine, Brian De Palma movie? Do you know what I'm talking about? Dress to kill. Dress to kill. Called? Yeah. Dress to kill. Right. Dress to kill. You got Silence of the Lambs like you have all these examples. And it's just like if you watch enough of that and there's no one being critical of it. There's no one talking or taking the opposite side of that. When that's your only exposure, you internalize it. You yeah. end up agreeing with it. And that's how they win. You really do. I, I tell you, I've always listened to rock music. I've always, I mean, I listen to everything. I've been taught to, you know, just be open-minded and listen to everything. I listen to, I mean, you can ask my wife. I, you, know, you, don't, you don't, a lot of people knew this side of me at one time, and you might not know it because I don't get a chance to really put it out there as much, but I go through the house just listening to hard hard rock and metal. My wife constantly asks me, she's like, why are you listening to music so angry right now? So, you know, I, <laughs> I, but I remember thinking I got to keep that shit to myself because the black community looks down on it because we've been taught like that's white people shit is even devil shit or that's, you know, that's that weird shit. I remember there was a band that came out years ago and I love them. I've seen them a couple of times. Uh, very old band now. So a lot of you might not know, might not know them, but it was a band called Living Color. And the big thing about them is that they were an extremely popular rock band, but they were black. No one knew it. You know, I remember talking to relatives and friends, and they were, I remember one dude told me, he said, one dude, he was like, I think they're a fucking disgrace. I was like, why? They playing that white shit. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, fuck off, man. <laughs> you know? That white shit that you can trace back to a black dude in, in a chair playing a guitar. Like, that's what upsets me. Again, it's, <laughs> once again, they rob you of your own cultural identity and then say, nope, we did it the whole time. Fuck, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, bad brains. I would listen. You know, I listen to a lot of shit, man. And people just kind of like, wow, man, you know, uh, and some people say Corey's punk. I've been to I've been to some punk shows, man. I I I'm a lot more diverse than a lot of people think. Cause you always hear me talk about R and B and hip hop and shit. But you'd be surprised at some of the shows and music that I've listened to over time because I just embraced everything because, well, I like it and I've been taught to keep a fucking open mind and not tell people who I should be. And furthermore, I when I really learned this shit, I was like, I'm not gonna be lied to anymore. This is this is everybody's shit, but it's also our shit. So you know. Yeah, yeah. In literary theory, there's a, there's a difference between prescriptive and descriptive. Prescriptive is saying the way things ought to be, and then descriptive is just describing what something is. All right. So when people are like, oh, you like that white shit, they're being prescriptive <laughs> about what it means to be black. And I'll just speak. I'll use my I statements, man. When I was younger, I got told I wasn't Puerto Rican enough. Actually, two weeks ago, I got told I wasn't Puerto Rican enough because I'm not listening to reggaeton because i'm not i don't have fucking stars shaved in my head and that's someone being very reductive of what your culture is 
You like that? I, I think that's fucking hilarious. That make if I had two stars, I'd be Puerto Rican. If I had one star, not Puerto Rican enough. Don't let other people put your cultural identity in a box. Like you are who you are, and on top of that, you are what your nationality. Is. Like I don't believe in that bullshit. No, very true. Very true. Uh, Lorenzo Shelby. I really don't know why half my family watches American news like CNN or Fox News. I'm just sitting here like you. Oh, let me see this. I'm just sitting here like you know these people doesn't give a damn about our countries except themselves. It just really confuses the fuck out of me. Like, we should focus on what's happening to our country. Let Americans deal with their own weirdness. <laughs> and at this point, I would say, yeah, man, don't you don't want to deal with us right now. It's kind of crazy. Also, I think that's very sweet of you to care about our affairs, because let me tell you, 90 percent of Americans have no fucking clue what's going on in any other country but their own. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very true, too. Uh, yeah, people. So, you know, we've come a long way and we are better than what we used to be. Certainly a lot better than what we used to be. However, man, it's funny. It's, it's almost sad because you see how much we progressed and the knowledge is there. You know, that we, we, we have evolved to a point where we can pick this stuff. We can pick this stuff up easy. But we have such a long way to go, too, man. It's a long way to go. Ah, uh, well. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, believe that's it for today, man. I had a great time. I always have a great time, Corey. Parting is such sweet sorrow. It is such sweet sorrow. You know what I'm going to do? Let me see here. Let me see here. Uh... First of all, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you hope, man. Parting is such sweet sorrow, but, you know, I want you to be able to make it through, man. Okay. I don't want you to have to suffer because of my absence. So just keep in mind that you and I, one day, we will be together in person in New York at Double Toasted Live. We'll see each other eye to eye September 10th as we lock eyes at the Roulette Intermedium at 8 p.m. Actually, I'll see you there a little bit earlier. You can get tickets now. Go to DoubleToasted.com or go to X1Entertainment.com forward slash double dash toasted dash Brooklyn. All access tickets are selling out pretty soon. I think there's like five more left if there's any left at all. VIP tickets are still available. And I'm still looking for a venue to do an after party. But hey, also remember it's my birthday weekend. So come out and celebrate with me. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys there. Divine Miss Klein got a VIP ticket. Oh, my God. You are so divine. You really are. Uh, let me see here. And uh, Kristen, you got anything to tell the people before we go? Anything to remind the people? No, 62 days. Come see me in New York. It's my it's my home. I'm so happy to go back and I want to see everyone. And I already know a bunch of Toasties who are East Coast Toasties that I've never met in person who are going, who bought all access tickets. And I'm so excited to spend time with them. The last time we did this, we went to Toronto together. One of the best experiences I've ever had. And, and mostly because the community was incredible. You know, you, I got an applause when I got on stage and stuff. So uh, please come out. We love you. We miss you, especially after this year and a half. Treat yourself. Come see some Double Toasted. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun, people. Night of conversation, comedy, and games. Going to have a good time. It's going to be one big party. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, also remember... Support us, patreon.com forward slash double toasted. Go to our Twitch channel. Subscribe for free over there with an Amazon Prime account. And you can always go to DT Merch for now before we change stores. 
and get yourself some nice wares. Show people that you represent. Show people that you're a proud toaster out there. All right. Ooh-wee. I think I'm going to go soak my arms. <laughs> get some Epsom salts. Yeah, I love it. God, you're probably like really embracing your destiny. You're finally reaching your age where just existing hurts you. No, exercising hurts every time I start. Don't put me on your level. <laughs> yeah, I roll out of bed and I fracture like two vertebrae. I morning. will get this. I will get through this. I will be fine. I've done this before. I'll probably do it again. Don't you curse me, sir. <laughs> oh... Corey Bot got nothing on me. Well, you'll have a chance to tell that to him, to his face, at Double Toasted Live in New York. Oh, let's see here. All right, everybody. Let's see what we got. I think that's it, sir. Well, thank you. It was fun. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I mean, I can't. You want to? You want to? You want to just keep? Want to run it back? You want to do the whole show over again? And we'll take oppositional views. That's what we should do. We'll call Devil's Advocate uh, Daily Double, yes. and then we'll just redo the show, but as staunch Republicans. Welcome to the Double Talk, everybody. I am Corey Coleman, Patriot. Over here we have Christian Torres. A little too brown for my taste, but I like his style anyway. Today we're going to be talking about has Captain America finally turned his back on the country and people, they want you to get a third vaccine? They're going to break down our doors to just give us one. You have the right to say no. People... We'll be discussing those things today along with whatever you bring, you fine Americans out there. And we look forward to being with you for the next two or three hours. Christian Torres, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. I just want to really quickly add that climate change is a hoax. And of course, there's only two genders. Everyone knows this. And don't let them give you the third shot, Corey. BLM is the Klan. And also people, white is right. K Cool Man said gmail.com. That's at gmail.com. You email us with any kind of questions. Hey, by the way, people, I was joking. I was please, joking. Yeah, I was going to say, tell everyone, please. I want to absolve myself from this fucking madness. I was joking. Everybody's cool. We love everyone. And we can't wait to see you on the next show, which whenever that'll be, probably Sunday. But we'll see you on the next one. KCoolMans at gmail.com. Emails with any kind of questions, comments, compliments, insults, input, and our advice. Hit us up on <laughs> the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just copy all the information down right there. Memorize it. Love it. And you have to use it. Christian Torres. Sorry, I'm still losing my shit over here. You can find me on Instagram at <laughs> Christian.Monster, Facebook, Christian Leon Torres. I know some of you, but I want to know all of you. So please come find me. Also, folks, you might find yourself here in Austin, Texas, because, well, you know what? There was a time I said, hey, man, you know, get that vaccine. But <laughs> I don't think anything matters anymore. So if you come in here, that's fine. You know what? We'll roll the dice with you. Maybe we'll get killed because of you. Maybe not. But anyway, just let us know ahead of time. Kcoolmans at gmail.com. Let us know if you're moving to our wonderful state of Texas, to our wonderful city of Austin. Are you just passing through? Maybe we'll be able to hang out with you. All right, everybody, that is 
it. Good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you are listening to or watching this, goodbye. <laughs> and stay <laughs> toasty. <laughs> University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. How many steps do you take before you have foot pain? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with The Good Feet Store, and the truth is, the battle between our feet and the concrete or asphalt usually winds up with our feet losing. Studies show that about 75% of people will experience some kind of foot pain by middle age. I found that out a number of years ago with plantar fasciitis, and I tried to remedy it with shoes and drugstore cushions that didn't work. Finally, I went to The Good Feet Store, was personally fitted for arch supports, and I love them so much, I bought the store. Without a plan to protect and support your feet, it is likely you could one day be one of the millions living with chronic foot pain. Don't wait until pain demands that you visit us. Stop by the Good Feet store today and let one of our trained arch support specialists fit you with your personal system of arch supports. The Good Feet store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com.